0: Hello and welcome for the Saturday interview. Um I have I'm very happy to have Christy here in our interview today. Um we just talked a little bit. She's doing so many beautiful things um from art to yoga to so many things. She has to tell uh, in a second and I'm super glad that she could make the time. I'm super thankful that you are here and now if you would love to um just introduce yourself. Tell the community, the audience, and um, what you're doing, and yeah, you can go on.
1: Perfect. Thank you. So, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, just a quick first intro- Firstly, actually, I want to say thank you so much for having me here and for in- inviting me here, and really excited really excited to share some values, some information about me, and um, yeah, hopefully, you guys get something from this, and hope to inspire some um yeah basically my name's Christy and I'm from Cyprus um yeah born here lived here my whole life um well I lived in England for six years I went there for studies and now I'm back because I love the sunny weather and the beach really didn't get along with the UK and it's lovely rainy cloudy weather Um, but yeah now I'm back here and I do do quite a few things so I'm just gonna uh, go through a bit of that so one main thing that I'm doing is social media marketing with an online business so I started working online a year and a half ago and my main goal was to gain that financial freedom location freedom that most of us are looking for I didn't want to work for anyone have a you know boss or be binded by having to be somewhere to work so I wanted to be able to work from my laptop remotely from wherever I desired and travel like Asia or something so that's why I started working online promoting health and wellness and helping others work online coaching people with their mindset and their entrepreneurship journey um, so that's one of the main things I'm doing Um, however I'm also doing some yoga teaching I started training last year as a yoga instructor because I absolutely loved it Um, I love doing yoga for myself so I wanted to get better at it and be able to help others in the same way that I was able to be helped through yoga um, through yeah for my body my spirituality and my my mind um, basically mind body spirit so all of that as a whole so I teach some yoga as well privately and in group classes and uh, the other thing I do is I'm actually a psychotherapist a trained psychotherapist and I art psychotherapist did I mention that yeah um, I studied in England to get got my master's for art psychotherapy so I help people um with their psychotherapy uh, with their traumas and different emotional difficulties through art and art is the main medium of expression so I have a few clients in that field as well that I, I absolutely love doing I love helping people and you can see a common theme in the things I do is helping people um, so yeah um, and then the next thing is there anything else oh yeah I do some painting um, I kind of i stopped painting for a while but because of some specific orders uh, I mean as in not orders like commands but orders from people that desired some specific paintings it opened up and my creativity started flowing and I was able to create these really nice paintings for a few special people so now I'm really into that and I'm really enjoying the process of creating artwork for people and you know some people have an image in their mind that they desire, and I love being able to provide that for their homes, or you know having that image that they always wanted just there visually in front of them so um I love using my gifts to be able to offer the world you know what they they want and to in my own way, make the world a better place one step at a time, you know domino effect one person at a time, helping in any way possible so yeah that's basically a summary of what i do i think if i didn't miss anything else out
0: that that's beautiful thank you so much for the little um yeah like kind of overview and you like the first thing i would love to go more into is like the the whole journey um, you went through to to be where you are right now you like you 're doing now so many things, which is quite like overwhelming um, for like a person who 's just starting one thing. like how did the journey start since you got like so much energy to do like so many things at the same time and and like where and when did it start like i mean you were in England you studied there, you finished your study, and then where did you get all the energy from to do all those things those yoga classes, teaching mindset and yeah all all those different things of doing arts like um is it just coming step by step towards you or when did this journey kind of started that would be interesting to know
1: yeah that's a really great question because sometimes i do catch myself being a bit overwhelmed and i definitely believe in one-pointed focus and then putting your energy mostly on one thing so that you can really grow and expand on that however i've always been a person who's really into many different things as a teenager. I used to love doing everything. Like I used to have a part-time job, go to school, do volleyball, like training, play in matches. Like it was just crazy. And I've always had a schedule like that. So I think that's a little bit in my personality. Uh, I like to be, (laughs) keep myself busy and always learn new things. Um, But I was... mostly focused on my studies when I was in England and at university and I was going towards that path of okay I'm finishing my master's now in art therapy I'm going to go into working as an art therapist Um, that was kind of where I was at in my mind I did do yoga for personal reasons I mean I used to go to yoga classes so that's how that slowly started coming into my life but it was more like a hobby. And when I finished studying, I, my plan was to return back to England for work um, after my summer holidays. And I was looking for the first couple of months, I was looking for jobs in my field. And I was actually very shocked and um, worried that I couldn't find any jobs in my industry. And I knew that was like a common thing. I mean, most people I knew were studying and they couldn't find work and I guess that's the reality of our current uh, situation in the world. Um, but that's the reason I went back to England because in Cyprus there was no chance I was going to find work, um, especially in my field. But um, after realizing that it's not that easy to find a job in my field, um, I started working random jobs, um, like at a taxi place, just to, you know have an income. And I worked as a phone operator for the NHS in England. So I did a few different jobs. I worked in a school as a tutor and my, my different experiences helped me see that I don't want to work for someone. I cannot follow rules that I don't agree with. I cannot do things that I disagree with that go beyond my morals and my ethics or, I knew that I wanted to do this thing, for example, with a kid that I was working with, but no, I have to do the protocol, which I didn't agree with. So these kind of thoughts started peeping in and I was like, okay, I know I want to have my own place. I, that was my next plan that I'm going to go back to Cyprus to create, um, build my own center, like therapeutic center or whatever. However, of course, you need investment for that. You need a lot of yeah work for that and for recognition in this field I had to work at least two years in as an employee as a therapist to get the recognition to be able to uh, build my own to be a you know have my own practice so that was what was confusing me so much because people were saying oh we can't hire you because you need three years of experience but you can't give me this experience either. So I was like, so I'm stuck. Like, what am I supposed to do? And also when I was working these other jobs, I, at one point I was working two jobs in the same time, almost full, both of them full time and barely making a living. That also triggered another thing. I was like, even if I do work as a therapist, which is a higher paying job, like as much as your income increases your uh, expenses increase as well like i would have i would get a car and then i would have those expenses and then probably still get a house and then just everything would just yeah i was basically just covering my bills and i was like this is not a way of life so these little things were like kind of building up and that's when I started realizing there's no way I'm going to work a nine-to-five job anymore like this is not a thing for me and it shouldn't be a thing for the world shouldn't be an option like um anyway and then (laughs) Um, of course it's needed for the whole picture but
0: yeah No, i mean it, uh, it, it It also obviously then i just have to go go into that because it obviously depends on what kind of personality you are because there are obviously also people who fit very well in this system mm-hmm. of education and this like in the whole picture you just talked about and and obviously i do understand 100% what you said because what i loved the most what you just said was that you don't want to like follow those protocols because what I also see a lot of times, I mean, I am I'm in a lucky position to also have my own company a little bit and work a lot with my mom's company, like in my mom's company. So I'm also very free in how I design, like where I work from, I can work from wherever I want to, I can travel wherever I want to, because we are like a digital agency basically. But I also like, like what I can feel where I can feel you hundred percent is those jobs you did, like as a taxi driver, as like, like as a, um, teacher kind of like as a assistant or something you said also. Um, it's it's impressive that you made those experiences and then found out that you like you, that you have to follow those protocols. Because like where my brain also always gets like triggered is when I have to do certain things, how other people have to do them. Just because it is a protocol, but it's so pointless because at some point there are so many options and so many different paths you could take, which are sometimes even more effective. And you can design your life so much better if you just take a different path. And I think that's where I where we really align with our opinion. And then I also I also think the development over the next year is gonna be that there are gonna like that more people are going to be um self-employed hundred mm-hmm. percent because it gives more freedom, it gives more potential in terms of earning. Um, but a couple of people do fit uh, fit in the in the whole whole picture and like to be in a safe secure system obviously no one not everyone is made to also take a financial risk like um opening your own kind of center for example that, that you're kind of made for that and you're like a, a leading person in this sense from your personality which is a very great um, gift as well please go yeah. on sorry for a little interrupt
1: no i, I definitely agree that's a good point because um definitely agree that um, everyone has their own uh, personality and role within the whole, the whole collective because it wouldn't work if we were all entrepreneurial minded and all like, yeah, I'm going to be the leader. Like then it really wouldn't work. Everyone would just be there off on their own. And you can't really, I mean, I couldn't even have a successful business in a the therapeutic center. if I didn't have employees that would um, work for the company. Um, so Definitely, uh, they don't want to be that absolute. But for me, that's how it was for me in my head. I was like, why am I even doing this? Like, this is not for me. I knew it instantly. And I think definitely I I believe that every experience that we ever have is a learning experience. So I constantly question myself, like, why am I here? What am I learning? Um, that's how I think I got through some of those times of Working yeah. as a phone operator for like taxi service for like lower than minimum wage, I was thinking, okay, what am I learning here? And like I'm taking notes of my um, yeah. lesson. how I H- can use. How long? How
0: long did you? How long? Sort of interrupt. Like how long did you do the job? Like as a like you. Did you did, did it, like take the phone calls for a taxi company or you like drove yeah, the no, taxi?
1: No, I didn't drive a taxi. No, okay. I didn't drive a taxi. I answered phones for the taxi company. It was okay. probably two months, um, a little bit uh, shorter than two months. So it wasn't that long of a time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I got my lessons pretty quickly from that one, and then yeah. I had a different job, a different job. And I think, yeah, four months into the working world, I was like, what the hell is this? Sorry for swearing, but I was like, no, uh, this is not what I'm going to be doing. That's when I started getting curious and looking more into alternative options. I could see so many people living like my dream life because I was like, okay, what do I actually want? Because I was like, this is not what I want. So I I was like, so let me turn this around and find out what I do want. So I was like, sure, I do want to go and have my own therapeutic center, but what is my actual goal? And I realized that first, before I go home and settle, because that was another another thing, I didn't really want to do that moment. I didn't want to come back to Cyprus and set up my own center and feel stuck again, because that was another theme that came up. So I realized that I really want to travel the world, still young, you know, and I was like, if I work like this, to like barely survive how on earth can I save enough money to to go traveling so the puzzle didn't fit you know the pieces didn't fit I was like this doesn't make sense to me there must be a different way and I could see my my, I guess motto or like what I believe is when I want something I go I ask from the people that have what I want Because if they have that, it means they know how to get that. So I could see all these people traveling the world and um, managing, you know, uh, working from their laptops from anywhere. I was like, how are you guys doing this? And like so many more people were doing this um, recently because, um, uh, yeah, because technology um, and social media. And I realized all these people are using social media in some way. And I shifted my mind from thinking, Oh, I wish I had that too. Okay, how can I get that? So what I did was just ask, which sometimes we don't even realize how you know almost simple that is, like, oh, I want that like how did you get that? like help me so um, yeah, I actually came across this advert for working online. I know there's many adverts for working online, but I really resonated with this specific one. spoke to this guy and we i was back and forth with him for like one or two months while i was still working my other jobs and i think after one or two months i had enough i realized i was going nowhere i was getting sick from working too much i was exhausted i had no life and i reached like my tipping point where i was like that's that's it like there's i have to make a change right now and that's when i decided to go in like and risk risk, um, looking more into this online business idea. So I spoke to this guy and joined this community. um, and that's how I started working online. Uh, At first it was like a side thing while I was still working at my jobs and then I couldn't balance it. I hardly had time to exist, let alone work online as well after my two jobs. Um, but I then lost my one job. Th- at the moment, I thought it was the worst thing that could happen to me. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not gonna have any income. Like, how am I gonna do this?" But it was a blessing in disguise because because I lost my job, I was able to just book a two week holiday to Cyprus. I needed to like revisit my family and have like a, like reboot of like, what are you doing, Christy? Where are you at? Where are you going? Like, what are you doing with this online business you started three months ago, but didn't really do anything yet because. You're so busy with work. So I came home, had like time to recenter myself, realize, you know, actually, this is a good thing. I'm only going to have my one job um, and I'm going to have so much time to work on my online work. And I went back uh, to England with that mindset and I fully focused on my online business with some work shifts. And I, I managed. I mean, because of my belief, like my business started growing Um I started getting income already from my online business and I was so motivated that I knew that this is where I was going. I was slowly going to shed my other job as well with replacing my income fully with my online work. Um, And what I was happy about is that I could leave England and my next plan was that I was going to go back home where I have less expenses because I don't have to pay for rent um, and bills and I can fully focus on my online business and live a holiday lifestyle because Cyprus is a beautiful holiday place. So it is very I thought, beautiful. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I never went to Cyprus, but um, since I had the great chance to yeah, know Stefan, no one knows Stefan in the community, but still, um, yeah, I just, I just saw a lot of very beautiful pictures of him All the beaches are super beautiful and super peaceful. There are like a lot of, I think, corners in Cyprus, which are breathtaking in terms of nature. Um, yeah, please, please go on a few.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I always wanted to be in Cyprus. I just didn't, I was scared of getting stuck here because it's a very comfortable place. It's a very easy life in some senses. Like if everything is easy access, like, like it's so small that you can really build whatever you want. If you just have the networking, you know, like it's quite accessible. So and the weather and the beach is just, just perfect. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I came back home and focused on that. And okay, sh- I have to say the shift was very big. After living six years on my own in the UK, I moved back home. It was a very big transition and it took me a while to adjust. But th- that's when I started doing a lot more yoga for myself and as I'm still doing my online business and still helping my stepdad with his um, with his clinic for some extra uh, standard cash flow, uh, because obviously working as your own boss and sometimes it's not like a standard salary. You know, it's more. Some months might be so much better than others. So I wanted that standard cash flow. I was helping my stepdad out a little bit. And I started doing a lot more yoga for myself. My spirituality was opening because I was reading a lot for my entrepreneurship journey. I was reading a lot of books um, about mindset. I was opening up with that and also spiritually as well. The yoga also influenced that. And then... I, there was a course, um, a yoga teacher's course. And my friend was like, why don't you do the course? And I was like, "Hmm, maybe I will. Why not? So it was kind of very out of the blue, you know? So I just started the course and I realized that I absolutely love yoga so, so much. It's helped me so much. I want to deliver this to more people. I want to help more people through this. um, and yeah, that's how I started getting more involved in yoga as well. The business, the online business was always there, like always still working on it, still that. But I'm always interested in expanding my horizons and learning more. Yeah. And sometimes that, I mean, that's a gift, but that sometimes also holds me back from some things because if I focused all my energy on my online business, let's say, it probably would have uh, moved much faster. But because I'd rather have more variety of experiences and expand myself wider. Um, I just like to open different things, different doors, explore different things. So that's when I started being, uh, I trained to be a yoga teacher. By the end of that year, I was a yoga teacher, started teaching some classes. So that was only a couple hours a week. And then I did feel a bit overwhelmed because I was teaching yoga, working online. And I, already got one or two clients for my art therapy so that just happened over the course like I just someone heard that I was an art therapist and they wanted an art therapist so I just gave them an hour of my week for that so all that just added up and my your initial question was about how I find the energy so it was (laughs) it, it was a lot about being reorganized at that point you had to be I had to be organized. I didn't have a choice because there would be too many things. Like I had to set deadlines. I had a Google calendar and everything was set out of my Google calendar so that I know exactly what I'm doing when, um, or else I would have been lost. And the biggest thing is about loving what you do because I, had all the energy in the world to teach yoga I had all the energy in the world to do art therapy I had all the energy in the world to be on my uh, online business but I had no energy to help my stepdad in his clinic like sure I felt good that I was helping him but I didn't like the work that I had to do for it it was like very admin work and again, things that, um, because he's like, um, he's just a general practitioner doctor, um, and I'm not very into Western medicine. Um, So again, I wasn't in alignment with that. So loving what you do, but also being in alignment with what you do, like actually what you do, reflecting what you are, because if you're in conflict, like if, you are just doing something that you are not. It's just like uh, error, error. Like, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. So I think that's what I would say mostly for that about the energy because it doesn't feel like work if you love it because it just feels like it's you just creating. It's you giving out yourself. Yeah. So um, it didn't feel like tasks, It except... Of course every I'm not going to make everything sound like ponies and rainbows because everything even sure I love doing art therapy but there are still art tasks involved within that that I may not enjoy like writing reports like yeah. sure but it's part of it and as an overall I love it um yeah. maybe with my online business I love uh talking and doing videos I love all that social media presence helping people coaching people but I don't like Doing my ads on, but um, I think that's all part of it, and you need a balance because, um, it's a balance of discipline but also just being flow in flow state because, um, you can go the other way, it's like yin and yang, you know, feminine and masculine yeah, energy, absolutely. it has to be in a balance, it, it needs and to be- I noticed myself.
0: Sorry. no so, sorry for interrupting you but um you, you, you're saying so many really great things that like i almost can't interrupt you and uh, that's a funny thing because like every time i have like a thought about something and i want to add something you're like already like ticking the box and uh, a very nice of you. Uh, but yeah, what I just wanted to say, like in general, like even so, as much as you love the, your business, your, whatever you do, for example, also doing the podcast, I'm very passionate about that and trying to inspire more people uh, with the mindset or giving them different perspectives. They are always like also little downsides, obviously, or maybe there are also a couple of days where you maybe have like a little downer day, which is okay. But if overall, if you're like super happy and if you, as you said, get in the flow state super often or quite often and most of the time that's something which you can be very grateful for because a lot of people still i think especially also maybe people who listen to the podcast have to rethink this perspective quite a bit more and so that they actually go deeper into their like themselves and see and self-reflect what do they want to do what is their why what maybe who do they want to influence? What do they want to do? Who can they maybe help uh, with their skills or what with what they are doing? And even so, it's the weirdest thing you're doing or which you like doing. I'm pretty sure that there is an option to earn money from it. But in the beginning, it's not about the money. Obviously, it's always about the why, your purpose, what you want to do. And then the money usually comes automatically almost and, and in those cases. And so that's just a really quick thing I want to add, um, and also, for example, like the podcast um, it's very beautiful to talk to you um, and but the downside is um, for me i'm lucky that my brother is doing the the whole um writing part because he's very talented at that, and but uploading the podcast is sometimes annoying and and being consistent with that is sometimes obviously also i 'm not very organized, I have to be honest um it's sometimes annoying. And but I think overall I'm super happy and grateful to bring out those messages and and inspire people with the help of you in this podcast because what you just said is super nice. Just please go on. Um, I just don't have to interrupt too much, uh, and I don't no, have to add too perfect. much.
1: That was a perfect input because I think um, I've I've been um, I'd say a victim of both of my energies. I've sometimes gone way too much in my masculine energy, very being very structured and being like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and even doing things that I didn't feel fully aligned with, but just because I had to complete tasks. Um, And then I had the opposite uh, happen, which was fully in flow state and fully like, oh, I'm only going to do what I feel. Um, This makes me happy. Oh, I don't feel like doing an ad today, so I won't. And that both of those have like negatives and positives, and I, I really had to learn like by myself, by, by experiencing both, that the balance is what is required because I had conflict with myself saying, I'm not going to make myself do it today because I don't feel like it today. But sometimes we won't feel like it, but we still have to put consistent effort and balance um, that energy out. Yeah. Uh, sorry.
0: yes i want to ask something I, I i saw that you saw already what that i want to ask something about the flow state I, I want to ask something because i i i'm i'm not always obviously like i think no one is always in the flow because i think that's a state which is um sometimes challenging to achieve especially for younger people i do believe Um can you first of all i don't i can't put it into words i think you can do it better like for the community for the people like how would you explain the state of flow because i think we both experienced that i think i had the flow very heavily a couple of months ago for like three four five days it was insane everything was like aligned like i was everything was just flowing the whole life the people i met the whole connection i was making and just life was so pure in these times like i had the chance to experience that for quite a while explain like the flow state a little bit. I mean, I just did it, I think a little bit and to like, I don't know how, and also then go more into how do you personally balance that out with sometimes actually the reality I have to say kind of, because sometimes if you're so deep in the flow state, as you said, you're like on a little like, um, yeah, on a wave surfing somewhere, but like, like there's like just, yeah, I'm doing that and that and that like everything is like there. And sometimes you get, back on on land or something i don't know like you're just not that high on the wave anymore and that's where i do struggle with coming on this wave again so was like a couple mm-hmm. questions there or a couple impulses you could give please
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay i'll try to see how to um verbalize this because it is kind of a hard one yeah, to explain in words i think i would say um some words that you, keywords that i would identify with flow state is definitely alignment but also like a sense of synchronicity that everything is just happening um in perfect timing like in divine timing nothing is you're not in resistance with things like it's not just trying too hard like It's not like trying to go up a mountain pulling, like, I don't know, carriages of things and like struggling and falling. It's more like realizing that, oh, I'll just flow down the mountain with my carriages. Like, it's so much more about um, tuning in to a frequency rather than um, being, I feel like if I would visualize it, it would be like this frequency, like just finding another frequency and like going onto it and like kind of moving together. And it just yeah. flows rather than like, uh, 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 like kind of going against it. Yeah. And it's also really important to point out that everything is in waves. There's, um waves come and go and it's like ebb and flow day and night. And we can't, there won't be flow if there isn't non-flow. So if there isn't a time of no flow, like, there won't ever be flow because all there is is flow if that makes sense just like
0: it does make sense sense. it's very like yeah amazingly explained yeah
1: so i think that is very important because i would get so annoyed when i would fall out of flow state and i'd be like oh why i was in such a good flow state that's me that's me (laughs) like
0: a (laughs) hundred percent that is me like i was like Damn, I was like four or five days. I was like, I don't know, three days or even a day. I was like so good aligned. Everything was working out. And then the next day, I don't know. It's like just the machine is running not smoothly anymore. It's, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Just like, I don't know. Maybe, for example, when, when my flow is really out of balance, for example, is when school comes into place. I have to write an assignment. I have to write a report. I have to answer an annoying email or something which I don't like doing. But certain things you have to do. And then that is where the question comes in again. How do I pull myself kind of back on the on the right track on the on the yeah?
1: The annoying thing is that it's like a chain. So for example, if one thing happens um, that throws you off, um, then another thing happens because you're there. You're in that vibrational yeah. state. So like if let's say everything's going great and then something happens because you know something happens. I don't know you. Like, as you said, you had an assignment to do. Um, If that affects, that might affect your vibrational state because you're under stress, under pressure. Um, So then you're in that state of pressure and stress. So you will just attract more pressure and stress, which is just ironic and (laughs) annoying, to be honest, because you're like, that's the last thing I want. But um, the only way we can attract the opposite of that is by just becoming the opposite of that. I'm not saying like pretend like that you're not affected by your assignment. You know, obviously it might create stress, but we have to practice to let go of that and not like, sure. I had stress. Uh, I had this and now I'm done. And I just remove myself from those emotions. And what I like to do is higher my vibrations. Whenever I'm in like a low vibrational state and I'm feeling shit, and it's like a chain because I'm like, oh, I should give up everything. Oh, that's not working out. That's not working out. Yeah. And you just go and start, start all this negative self-talk. And it's like you're just falling deeper and deeper into yeah. this pit. And then it's like you hit your toe on, like, the chair. And then you trip and you spill your water. And you're like, ah. <laughs> so yeah. um, what I do personally is I do anything that hires my vibration. And even if it feels unproductive, I might just drop everything and go to the beach because I know that for me, that's going to hire my vibration. And I'm just going to do that. If I don't have that much time, I might just go to my aerial yoga class where I can climb some hammocks and like have some fun and bring out that energy. Like this... uh, on but, high brand. just raising my vibe
0: basically but sometimes what i what i see like i do similar things but sometimes like for example what i do when i'm in like a negative vibe or in a bad, bad vibration sometimes like what i like to do is like just as i said you i drop also everything or kind of everything what i can do at the moment and then i just go out in the nature usually because that's for me something very peaceful i don't know watching the nature just i don't know just connecting somehow and like i don't know try to Yeah, down to earth and just try to calm myself somehow down. But sometimes the beginning energy of making this shift is very tough. Sometimes, at least for me, sometimes in the beginning to overcome because the Mm -hmm. first half kilometer, I'm not bothered to walk for, for example, or not bothered to move in the beginning. And just, I'm still like then sitting, even so I know that I'm like my, my vibration maybe is not in the right state or I'm like a little more negative or unhappy it's still tough sometimes to just stand up and go out and this yeah. like this beginning energy you just need to overcome. And that's like where you kind of have to just overcome all the thoughts which are coming into your mind. At least that is how I think just go out and push yourself to go out. Because in the end, if if I did my, like, I don't know, four kilometer run or walk or whatever, it feels good for, for everyone who's just listening, whoever, like whatever you align with, like just try to overcome the, first energy you need to move your ass because i think that is something super relevant and where i think a lot of people don't tend to do it and then this combination is happening again like hitting your toe the share the spilling the water whatever is going to happen and that's um i think like what also helps me a lot by the way is for example having those interviews and actually talking to people who have a very high um yeah energy and and are just very positive like when I call with a friend, um, Justin, he's, he's going to be on, on this Saturday's interview. I'm just in a very good energy because when I can help people, that brings me so much. I think you probably also know that if you like, know your advice you can potentially give, help someone. It's for me almost healing in terms of like my feelings, which I had before, my struggles. Maybe, I don't know, sometimes you struggle with a client or I don't know, with some issue and then I have the call or have like a outside kind of opinion. And then I'm like, okay, why do I struggle? Why did I have this like negative kind of thoughts? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's very
1: nice. You're so right about that initial thing because it does come down to um, the awareness, like actually knowing, like being able to observe yourself being in this state because if you're really sucked into that state, like you won't have the ability to tell yourself, okay, I need to get myself out there, or go for a run or whatever you want to yes. do. Um, you need to, first, that's the first step, be able to become the observer, step back and be like, whoa, okay. How, how can obviously- you
0: how how can you sorry for interrupting so harshly how can you trigger that more like that people who are like who are not that self aware because i would say you're more self aware than i am but i'm also kind of self reflected um already but if people have struggled to to be that self reflected and see now it's going kind of down with my with my feeling uh, with my energy like how would you i don't know maybe have like a suggestion what people could do to like observe more what they are doing what they are thinking and feeling like
1: well i think um it is practice because i mean if you just practice it on a regular basis like reflecting um like having a reflective journal for like half an hour a day or whatever um then it becomes habit but also if you um if i mean reading books really helped me because it really put in perspective to to for me that we are just an observer of our emotions and and it helped me learn to disidentify with my emotions and I guess it is about practicing this thought in your head over and over again like reminding yourself that um we are not our emotions we are just you know the observer of our thoughts of our emotions and just remembering like it's like something we haven't been taught you know and that it's the reality and it's like having to yourself this thing and embed it in your memory so that you know but I know it's very hard in those moments like when you're overwhelmed with uh, stress anger or whatever it is sadness like it's so much harder like your vision is cloudy and everything's just a mess but it's being able to realize because at that moment you know no matter how not aware you are you know that that's not what you want to be experiencing like yeah. even if you're so not in in tune with your self-awareness you know that you're crying or shouting or whatever and you're like okay this is not what I want to be experiencing so in that moment as that voice that says this is not what I want to be experiencing you need to stick to that voice because that's the voice who's like the observer he's like shit like why is she you know stressing out crying breaking her toes or whatever is happening to her so you're like okay Sometimes we also get sucked into like no, but I have the right to feel angry or whatever. Like, sure, yeah. you have the right to feel angry, but is that what you want to feel? Like, 100%. if you want to, like, I I know because I do this with myself as well. But when you think, okay, this is not what I want. No matter what happened, why it happened, that's all irrelevant. Because right now, my main concern is to shift that. I yeah. don't want to be angry or stressed or crying. So, n- drop everything, like, and just do whatever. And it does come to discipline because you have to be able to yeah. fight through it. Like, Indeed. even though you know that I don't feel like going for a run right now. Like, I just want to sleep and cry. In this situation.
0: Um, As you said, you really don't feel like you want to go out. Like it's like just you feel I don't know, just Mm -hmm. as you said, like just continue to I don't know, cry and like be in your little isolated kind of room or whatever. But that's the the worst thing you can do. You really have to change that's also what I why I love the, the podcast. You have to change the perspective, what you're looking at. You have to change the the standpoint where you stay and just move to the other side and look how it actually looks. Or just, as you said, very beautifully, like just step three uh, feet behind you and just look at you and and observe the situation, which is happening. Even or And and, and as you said, also, if that's not possible in the moment, just kick your ass somehow and just do something different. It doesn't matter what it is. And
1: exactly. It needs to be anything that can snap you out of it. Like, for example, yeah. even if you just need to like put cold water on your face, like just jump in yes. the shower, yeah. like that's less demanding than let's say going for a run. That could be But like, it's
0: very effective.
1: Exactly. Like it doesn't take that much effort. So if you struggle with convincing yourself and having discipline to, oh, I feel shit, I'm going to go for a run or a hike for 3 hours, that might be a bit more challenging. So if you like find a smaller task, then you can build up. Like it can even be like like something that seems irrelevant, like for example, or whenever I'm in a shit state, I will stop what I'm doing and drink a glass of water. Just that makes you realize, like it brings you back. It's like pauses. You're not in that like high intensity of like, Oh my God, what's happening? It's like,
0: like so cramped up, like as well, like you're like, your body is so cramped up for like, kind of, like if you look at it, then, um, like from the um like if you reflect back on it on it it's like sometimes so funny when you think about it and then you think why the heck was i so angry why was i so cramped up about the situation which you can solve like this if you just take it a little more easier if you slow down because what i also like the the saying is slowing down to be fast and just look at the situation again, reconsider, see what possibilities you have, and then decide again, make changes up on that and don't let you fool by the emotions, um, especially Mm -hmm. the negative emotions, obviously, um, and reconsider. And, And then I think there is always a solution. That's also what I, in my mind, is like a switch that says there's always a solution. I think you're probably the same way because that's something, like a lot of people do have like, I don't know how, how it's called. Sentence of belief—is it a word you can say? Like those sentences you have in your head, basically written down to say, "I could never make five hundred k a year. Mm-hmm. I can never run ten kilometers. or I can never run a marathon." Like those mm-hmm. kind of sentences. Limiting I don't, beliefs.
1: Limiting belief. Do you mean limiting beliefs?
0: L- yeah, limiting beliefs. Then it's uh, I guess a better better English in this in this case, and and for me like what I like to see always, I like to let my mind think solution orientated and because that is so much more powerful and brings you so many more opportunities because for example, also the interview, I was like just randomly like sending you an audio and, it, it, it's tough to send random, like kind of not, not, obviously random, random, but like almost random people in audio to ask for an interview because it's, it's not easy sometimes because you get rejected. You get like some people say, what the heck, what, why the heck would he ask me? I never saw this guy. Who is it? Who is he? And and he wants to talk uh, with me. Um, but yeah. And for one other thing I have to add, because you said it, um, a, a book or like something you can reflect in, I actually have a, a German version here, which a very good friend of me gave me, and it's just something which I, I I didn't I didn't do it for like the last three days, which is not too good, but still I'm trying to do it um, throughout the week, and it's just for like me to reflect. Um, so, uh, for example, what I really like in the book, for example, is to just um, write down what you are thankful for or what makes you happy in a day. What you want to achieve for yourself and what you want to achieve for others, like those really small little things on self-reflection and on on mindset work um, is also giving you, especially in the beginning state of working on developing your personal growth more is really helpful. And, and also, I don't know the goals you have, um, in, for example, today and all those stuff that you just write down a couple of things to self reflect the other day. And especially also how you feel that just to scale from one to 10 or something, is also already really helping you to just self reflect. And then especially when you then the next day read what you wrote the day before, or maybe a week before that gives you, I think, um, a very great start to, to easily um, improve up on those things very, um, yeah, slowly because obviously you don't need to dive in super hard on certain things. You just obviously have to go step by step, which we also did. And both of us, it's always about the journey and not about uh, the goal in the end. Um, go on. Where where did we stop? Where did I interrupt? Well,
1: no, that was all really, really useful because, um, I'm, I don't have a journal right now where I reflect. Um, I What I do is have a journal for gratitude and affirmations. That's so in, in the morning, because I personally, and I think many people as well, in the morning, my, my brain is very noisy and it instantly goes into stress mode because it's like, what is, what do I have to do today? What are all the things I have to do? Blah, 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 blah. And it starts going. And then it also reflects on things that didn't go so well because um, we are really, really programmed and conditioned to think about the negative things. So it's a very, for example, I would think like, Oh, yesterday this happened and this happened. So then that adds up to my, Oh, I'm not going to manage to do this today. Oh, I'm not going to have time for this. And all this noise happens in the mind and sets my vibration for the day. And if I don't have some morning routine or something for the morning, um, that's going to be the vibration for the rest of the day. So what I do is do my – I used to do reflections in the morning, but now I just do my gratitude and affirmations. So gratitude, I just state 10 things or more that I'm grateful for. And it's amazing to see the instant shift because – Yeah, um, when you do your gratitude, I don't mean just like writing things, oh, I'm grateful for my family, because obviously I'm grateful for this, but truly feeling it. So I like to tune in and being like, okay, wow, like I'm actually grateful that I actually woke up, you know, and I have a new day ahead of me. Oh, and I write that, like, and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so grateful I have a home. Like I actually have a home of my own that I live in. Write that. And then, like, you start, it adds up, because then, Even if you can't, if you don't feel grateful for anything, you can find one thing. Because if you have legs, if you have hands, a nose, lungs, eyes, you can find something to be grateful for. Because if you can't think of anything to be grateful for, how about being grateful for having a hand to write your gratitude? So it's like really, you know, it can be anything and you can start from there and again it's a chain you can even observe what you're doing in that moment like oh i'm sitting Oh, i'm so grateful that i even have chairs to sit on because we take everything for granted because it's our norm and it's like not everyone has a home and a chair and water to drink and a laptop and a pen you know it just and you you're then in a state of gratitude which is one of the highest vibrational states when you're thankful, you're just going to receive so much more to be thankful for. And then what I straight go, in, I go straight into is my affirmations, which is kind of my goals, but I also use them as affirmations. So for example, I affirm many things, um, some things like, okay, let's say about money. I say money flows to me. I'm money magnet. Um, money flows with me with effortless ease. And I just repeat i write these things down and every day they they're they're different it's just it's mostly what i feel on the day or some things are repetitive because repetition is magic so you can just reaffirm some things and when again if you don't know what how to start it can be what what's the first thing you want right now like um let's say it's beauty like i can just be like i am beautiful but always affirming in the state of i am because The way energy works, we have to be that, that we want to be, because if we are in a previous state, in a, oh, I want this, then you will be in a state of, I want this. So you will continue to experience the, I want this. But if you start um, saying, I am this, then you will start experiencing being that, because the reality has to shift. The physical reality has to match up the energetic reality. So it's really fascinating because it works so well. And you will notice like it might not be instant change. Like you might be affirming things every single day. And if you go back to your notebook, cause I've done this um, like one month before and you see the things you were affirming. And then it's crazy cause you see that most of them actually happened. Um, yeah and it's amazing to see that that change um and it can be the more specific the better almost like uh because if you just say oh i want you know i'm happy like okay what does that happiness look like what you know like specify oh i am abundant money flows to me i'm a magnet to money oh um i'm confident i'm confident in expressing my opinions like anything it can be As specific as possible. Like it can be even like, oh, I'm I have long hair. Even if you don't have long hair, if you start affirming that you have long hair, your hair will like grow faster or something. Like literally, it's like beautiful magic work. Um anyway, why am I saying this? What did you ask? (laughs) Oh yeah, Uh about no you said about notebooks and writing
0: and reflecting. And yeah, uh, yeah, especially like, I also had like a very beautiful part, like the first interview I did was with Caleb. And it's one of um, my beautiful friends. So actually like Stefan introduced me to him and he's so amazing. Like he's also like all about like gratitude. He has so many really great perspectives. Maybe if you have time, you could listen to him because I think he has like also amazing perspectives in general. Um, But what I want to say, we also talked about affirmations and all those things a little bit. And For me, what you said, and what is the most relevant thing for me as well, and what I always try to do is, um, and last, lately, I'm not doing it too often. It's a great reminder for me doing it more often again, but I like feeling the gratitude towards something is something super powerful because it basically flows through your whole body. Like you actually feel like feeling the affirmations you are doing, um, really empower like is helping you on another level like it's like i don't know it's as you said it's so beautiful and it's so powerful and it's sometimes unbelievable but what i always see as well is you obviously parallel still have to do something for it it's not going to happen just because you Um, affirm something at least I don't know you can explain it way better but you still have to do something for it and then if you do it like if you work and align that with those affirmations for money and stuff it's gonna it's gonna come to you and it's gonna flow in any ways Um, and especially about money I think there's also a lot of people have struggled with money I think that is something um which is going to flow if you if you um create everything to make that happen as well, and as in, in your case, and obviously also great alignments are going to happen, so that the bigger cash flow is coming in and and certain businesses are coming together, certain connections are going to happen um, which which is super beautiful and super powerful, but especially for for beginners, what I also really liked what you said is that just start with the super small things and 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 we we caleb said something similar also like just about your own body and be happy that you can breathe be happy that you have eyes what you just said it's so crucial because a lot of people do struggle with so things which are so not relevant like nothing against those people but it's just upsetting sometimes to see that because if you just change the perspective for example caleb's mom in Africa. She's not sleeping in like a higher bed. She's sleeping like on the, on the ground, like on the floor. I mean, she has a mattress, but still just put that into perspective where your parents sleep. Um, or or like at least my mom sleeps. I can't, I can't obviously talk about your, your parents in this case, but still it's so beautiful. Um, what a lot of people have and, and, and a lot of people who have a lot are certainly not grateful enough for what they have. And and they have so many resources, which they also don't use, which is also sad because there's a lot of lost potential sometimes in a lot of people and a lot of, um, yeah, s- skill sets, which could be used maybe more efficient sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I do believe. And, and about the affirmations, like how do you think about the the doing part? Like, how much do you have to do to maybe not accelerate the progress progress because you can't talk about acceleration in, in information because it's going to come when the time is right um, but you have to obviously do something because i I don 't like to to see people or like then then at some point when we're going to have a couple thousand listeners and and few people talking about man you I'm just going to um affirmate something, I hope I say it right <laughs> and it's going to happen because I'm I'm not going to, I'm going to drive a Ferrari in two years. And if I'm not doing anything and sitting on my couch, it's not going to happen. So just put that maybe a little bit also again into perspective because I like it more when you explain it because you're way more knowledgeable. You have more knowledge about it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Oh, thanks. Um, well, actually I have a really good example because sometimes my, um, some people it's very interesting because actually most men I spoke I speak to say this very similar thing of like yeah but action must be taken and because sometimes I'm a bit very um, I don't know uh, flowy <laughs> and feminine energy oriented I'm very much like no no just um, just affirm attract it it's fine just sit there in like your Zen mode with like candles on and it's fine um, but I although I do, Believe a lot in taking action. Um, recently, I'm starting to increase the amount of um, energy work rather than the physical action. And I am saying this purely from my own experience because from the meditations I've been doing recently, I've been uh, we haven't really mentioned meditation a lot here uh, today, but. I have been meditating more and more recently and um, I've been creating on an energetic level. And this might be a bit, you know, for people who are not very experienced in meditation might be a bit confused, but I'm just going to try to simplify it to make uh, some sense. So when I meditate and we're in this state away from the mind and we're just centered in our hearts and you can, um, well, Uh, depends on your beliefs, but I guess when I meditate, I aim to go towards a 5D world where there's no time and space in the 5D realm where energy is just all is, you know? So what I noticed that I'm able to do in that state is just to set intentions. I guess it's the same thing as just setting intentions without all the like more spiritual side of things. It's like setting intentions, aligning your energy, like believing that you already have that so that you are not in a state of lack, so that you're actually in the state of having everything you desire. Um, Release yourself from the attachment to the outcome because this is also key because if you're so attached to like the outcome of what you want, um, you will stay in not having it because you're attached to getting it. So you will be in a state of getting not in the state of having which is insane like it's actually so i don't know paradoxical almost i don't know it it is it is
0: it is like it's i know exactly what you mean it's like so tough to like finesse and and balance Mm -hmm. those like factors out to attract then in the end success or like whatever Mm -hmm. you would love to attract because it's very interesting for me because I'm not like I sadly I'm doing way too like not doing meditation, but I do it. I don't know. It sounds, that sounds weird. I do it like a little bit intuitive. Um, and that's very interesting for me to notice because for example, the podcast is a great example. I mean, I'm not having too many listeners. I think I've now like maybe 300 listeners, which is pretty good because I don't know. I have just five episodes. I'm very happy for that. And, I don't care about the listeners. I I just know that I want to reach a lot of people and I'm not eager to success, like to, to too much success. I'm not eager to impress people with that, but, and I'm also not eager to push it out to too many people, but by doing so and by balancing those different factors, I think it's going to get out there. Like people are starting to share it. People starting to like it. People starting to comment it and automatically it, it picks up. It, People share it, people like it, and that's very impressive. But it's such a it's such a difficult thing for me uh, to to as well explain it in any way. Um, yeah, my my mom is uh, a little more talented in, in affirmations.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, what you just said um, with. Uh, sorry, the intention, you're setting the intention that you want to reach out to many people, that you want to touch many people's lives and inspire people. And that is the intention set, but you're not focusing on, okay, how do I do that? Oh, okay. Today I must share to 1000 people. I must do this, run this ad uh, because that is really being attached too much to the outcome. And like, Oh, I must reach a thousand by this day or whatever. You yeah. know, this is very uh, sure. Having specific goals is really good, but being so attached to that outcome is a lot very self-sabotaging instead having the intention setting it deciding that it is already done like it's done I already have it feeling those emotions because um, emotions is what you know can travel through realms so like if you feel the emotions that you've already experienced it and you have it like the physical reality will literally end up matching your state because it's just yes. it's energy it's a law like um yeah. and yeah still moving towards it but authentically and from the uh, place from within from like from your pure intention again from the oh i want to create and inspire people not from oh I must do this for that and get it like that you know like that just is your mind making noise but once you set an intention and then start creating in flow state again and authentically not like mimicking others of course um, I truly believe in learning from like modeling others who have the success you want but finding your own like modeling different things so that until you find your own authentic expression, so that then you use that uh, purely and authentically from your heart and not just from your mind because we are so yeah. tuned and conditioned to work from our minds and our minds are just a tool. We're not our minds and that's where we really get confused because we think, you know, that we're our minds and my, my mean, mind
0: is the, 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 the system is built up on up on using our mind. I mean exactly. and, and that's why it's so upsetting that so little people are as knowledgeable as you, for example, because um, I think the crucial information or the crucial um things you need to know is is what we just talk about because I think that is actually leading you I don't I don't want to say but like actually leading to yeah to to success kind of it's actually yeah it, it is actually the summer also in the DNA to to create success for yourself in the end and because if you yeah. if you can make that happen if you align Those, like, the things, the content, for example, if we talk about content creation, it's something so relevant. If you talked about authentic content creation and you talked about how you're gonna have to talk what you actually feel. Because what is interesting about it and what I just noticed over the last half a year, like quite a bit, is if you talk truly out of yourself, out of your heart, people gonna achieve, like, gonna reach the message with a whole different understanding. They're gonna understand the message the way you want to have it understood like what you what you're trying to say they're going to understand because the way you're talking the way I don't know just the energy which is coming with the message is so so different and also for example my audio which I sent to you in the beginning I tried to put as much passion at as much like kind of almost love in there as possible to kind of make you kind of wanting to go into my into the podcast and if you would have said no it's also fine for me but I just try to form it as kindly as possible, so that people really would love to join in and like the vibe of the podcast and 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 what 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 we talk about as well. And and I think a lot of people are still too much in their head and not enough in their hearts when it comes to um, social media. When it comes mm-hmm. to being authentic, because a lot of people play authentic, but they are not at all. And 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 I mean, now it's getting it's getting. Uh, the rate is getting way higher where it's about authenticity but still I think there is a lot which we can improve up on especially when it comes to posting pictures which are just beautiful and just creating I don't know the, the video from the perfect angle and all those things which are just not necessarily always true because it's still in the filter bubble because not every time I look super pretty not every time I don't know I have a pimple on my my forehead or something it is how it is and if I have a pimple there why why not why can't I take the picture then still and and I think that is something uh, which is super powerful also uh, a super powerful tool on social media and what you do super great on on your Instagram for example and it's a great accelerator for growth on social media.
1: Oh, thank you so much well yeah for anyone who is listening and wants to check it out it's christy underscore kirya oh i think you should put it like in the description i put or it anyways
0: or... in the description but you obviously uh, can say it again because i think no one is going to write that down and i'm gonna i gonna link it anyways like i, I just gonna like, uh, my,
1: link. my surname is a bit challenging for non <laughs> that,
0: that is that is that is so true i was also like that's why i was a little scared to in the beginning to say your your uh, surname and um, that's why I just yeah. said, "Christy." <laughs> um,
1: well, what what I just wanted to say from what yes, you just said is the uh, well that people are really craving authenticity right now because we live in such a, a fake world, basically, and the world is now on a consciousness shift. And I think for anyone, wherever you're at in your journey, uh, personally, spiritually, whatever, um, you can notice a shift. In the world at this time, um, where crazy things are happening, uh, people are awakening. People are understanding more. People are starting to question more their life, what they're doing, why they're here, and um, so many things are just fake. And people are just urgently craving for this authenticity. And I think the main thing that is required in the world right now is authenticity realness and people want that connection and you can't connect with someone unless you're real I mean you can connect fakely that's not a real connection yeah. so um I think that is like has to be a core in whatever you're doing. It doesn't even matter what you're doing. So yeah, uh, what I was saying was that um, there's just so so much fakeness, and authenticity is really, really craved for. I know that I search for authenticity, and that we we seek for human connection, real connection, because we are a collective. We're not individuals. I mean, we are individuals in this form, but we are here, you know, as humanity and we are all searching like for each other to give something to each other to take to receive something from each other and i think if no matter what you're doing if you're just doing it authentically there will be someone who wants what you have to offer and that that person will also Uh, gain something from you I mean the other way around you gain from that person as well because the law is giving and receiving you know it's everything's flow again like the wave that comes and goes everything is in constant motion nothing is stagnant. so um, I think just tuning into that is just it's authenticity it's it's everything's linked I think all the topics that we've covered uh, are really linked and especially how we spoke about flow state in the beginning because right now um, I feel like what I'm delivering is really um, on an authentic level because I'm speaking from the heart in flow state I'm not thinking and once I get into thought, like I actually lag, I like pause and I'm like trying to make sense. But when you're not trying to make sense and you're not in your head and your center is here, you just flow and you just, and this can be through talking or through creation in any way. If you're creating for any arts medium, you know, like art or music or yeah. um, sure all musicians can relate, like you never think about what you're doing, you're just feeling the music or dancing especially like sure you need to have some you know skill set that you learn and you learn through your mind you use your mind as a tool to learn but then it becomes like instinct you know you put it into your unconscious processes and you just use that tool set that you've gained to express through your heart you don't use your mind you know so I think that is really really important to me and like I support this uh, whole idea about authenticity and working through the heart so much especially since I started meditation because what I try to do in my meditation is to recenter center myself because we're uh, a society that our center is our brain and as I mentioned before um, if we're able to center ourselves in our heart and simply it might sound like what how do I do that But it's literally as simple as just bringing your attention to your heart and focusing on your heart instead of feeling the the brain up here, like feeling it. Because if you focus, you can feel that there's energy in your head. But then if you just breathe, because breathing takes your uh, energy into your chest, you know, you can feel your breath into your heart, and then you can just tune into your heart. And when you're in your heart, like you are automatically more authentic because you're not thinking, you can't add layers. Like you're just that, like it's who you just are. You're you're not creating from thought. That makes sense. But don't get me wrong, like thought and the mind is so power such a powerful tool. We need to learn how to use it, not to let it use us. Because so often we let, we're overwhelmed by our mind and we're like, oh, my mind is driving me crazy. I can't stop thinking. Your mind dictates like, who you become because you pick up on different beliefs from your surroundings, from your parents. Maybe your parent told you your whole life that, I don't know, you're clumsy and you drop things. And you're going to develop that belief about yourself and your brain's going to tell you you're a clumsy person. And you're this kind of person, and you know, you're going to categorize, label yourself just to make sense. And You're not the one who wants to make sense of it. It's your mind that wants to make sense of it. So as soon as you realize these things, I think you kind of become more aware that you're doing them. Like I notice myself, my mind do this now. I'm like, oh, look at my mind trying to define it and categorize it. Like, and it's really funny. Like, but it actually really helps to view your mind as a separate thing from you so that you can be in control because you don't uh, want your mind to control you. Because that might sabotage you. Your mind has all these beliefs like that you picked up. Yeah. Um, limiting beliefs about, I don't know anything about money. Uh, my limiting belief about money was that money's never enough. It's always like, scarce it's always lacking and this was my belief and i was like well that's you know bs
0: that (laughs) that, that is very true i just have to like dive into um what you just said about those i mean i I say it again those sentences of belief which which occur or, uh, or like are in the past because like how you grew up and what kind of circumstances what kind of maybe um highly influential events happen. I don't know, maybe a divorce of your parents in my case, for example, all those things add up onto what you're gonna, like what you are, what you have into you and what you have to kind of, Caleb said it very beautifully, what you have to heal from because over the process of your life, you have to heal from a lot of things. And it's depending then on the age and and you need a third age to um, develop the awareness of seeing those things of being able to, to start understanding about your mindset, if you're in your head, if you're more um, yeah, in, in a flow state, which we talked about. And then you basically start this little healing process, um, which, which is a lot resulting in, in self-reflection and reflecting about um, your childhood, reflecting about maybe certain events which happen maybe in some people's life which is upsetting, um, tough events happened when they were young. And those are sometimes devastating for the development and those events basically also then created certain um yeah blockades kind of and certain yeah limitations um in in themselves then um yeah but but a lot of people then just because for me i think i took almost half a year i mean i'm still in the process but where i reflected a lot about my uh, my past and about I, it took me for example very long uh, to get over the divorce of my parents and stuff um but that's what you just have to then over and over self-reflect and and learn from to to handle those situations and to see yeah how you can um yeah live with them or like yeah know how to handle those
1: exactly i mean i think a lot of it is about reprogramming ourselves because um from experiences um our surroundings whatever we are um, a program is developed because firstly we live in such a highly stimulated um society the way of life that we cannot we don't have time or there's no way we can do everything consciously so so many things work on an automated system like on our programming and this is based on the programming we received when we were young because that's when we are being formed you know like our brain is just a sponge (laughs) and your surroundings will really teach you. you start programming yourself and it's like writing up the script you know your zeros and o's or o's and ones whatever your programming script which then kind of defines you and then you live for example you You lived a separation from your parents' separation, then later on in life uh, sorry, you developed the programming because of that later on in life you're experiencing another separation It's like your autopilot comes in and it's the programming starts playing the script and it's like and you experience the same thing because you're an autopilot um and I think it's this is what I do more more as a psychotherapist is find those traumas those things the core events and trauma i define trauma as anything that was like a core event it might not have been like a traumatizing like it's not a scary thing
0: that's true yeah i said i said it wrong in this in this um combination before yeah that's true
1: oh oh, no i didn't even refer to i mean i mean no um, but yeah. I'm defining how well, I'm using the word because yeah. uh, people think like, oh, trauma must be something insane, like, oh, you know, I don't know, uh, abuse, but it doesn't have to be. It might be anything that is a significant incident or happening in a kid's life. Um, it might even be as simple as, I don't know, uh, the kid spills its uh, food all over him, and for that kid – Um, The way he experienced it was uh, probably uh, may have been traumatizing because of um, how he may have felt useless, what the others um, reflected on him like, oh, you always spill things. So all these things just program you and then will kind of affect your future when you spill something or maybe you will be someone who like doesn't believe that they can do anything delicate. You might want to become a surgeon, but you will subconsciously block yourself because you believe that you are a clumsy person that cannot uh, do delicate work because you once spilled something and your parents told you you always spill something. And it's insane how delicate this work is because you just have to go back um, and no one else can really do this work. You, of course, a psychotherapist, uh, whatever, many different professions can help, but only you can truly go back there and, um, see it, observe it, experience it again, like actually feel what you've experienced and then reprogram it. Realize that it was just that, what it was, you know, and that you're not that. You don't have to be that definition. You don't have to be that limiting belief. And then you can just rewrite your limiting belief, rewrite your beliefs about yourself. And some, I mean, it's amazing to realize that it's that simple because you can just, That's where affirmations come in because then you reprogram yourself. So what do you want to believe about yourself? That you're confident. You might be the least confident person, but why Uh, do you want to be? If you want to be that, that's fine. But if you don't want to be confident anymore, you don't have to live with that just because that's what you were told when you were young or that's how you experienced it when you were young because you were shy of the specific situations. You can just reprogram yourself, start Decide that, be like, okay, from now on I'm going to be confident. So, and then affirm daily that I'm a confident person. I'm a confident person. And then we come back to what, where the action happens. Because, sure, you can say all day, I'm confident, I'm confident. And then you ask to, I don't know, talk to someone. You're like, no, I can't. I don't have any confidence. So, that is kind of what's the point of that? That's not really. Doing anything. So where the action comes in, this is actually the perfect example that I wanted to speak about. There's this story. I don't know where I got it. It's not my story. I heard it or read it somewhere. Um, if I find the reference, I'll let you know. Um, there was this like really religious guy on a mountain, and it was it was flooding. But you know, the water was coming up, or in in a building, something like that. That's not really important. So it was flooding and he was like praying to God, oh, God save me, you know, from this flood. And then this boat comes, um, a saving boat, you know, a rescue boat. It's like, hey, oh, we came to save you. Come with us. Like we'll take you to safety. He's like, no, no, don't worry. God will save me. And he left and the boat left. And then uh, the water's rising, getting closer. He's like, God, please save me. Um, I, I, I have faith in God that he will save me. Another boat comes. Rescue boat. Hey, man, come with us. We're going to save you. He's like, no, no, no. God is going to save me. Boat leaves again, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he drowns. He goes up to heaven and he's uh, facing God. And he's like, God, what happened? Why didn't you save me? He's like, dude, are you stupid? I sent you two rescue boats. Why didn't you go with them? And I I hope you get the meaning of the story because there's no, you might be asking for something. You might be believing in something. You might be affirming. But if you don't take that opportunity when it comes, if you don't take action in this sense, you know, the help he asked for from God was there and he didn't take it. And this can easily happen with us. We might ask for like money, like, oh, I want to make so much money. I'm like at an office job making minimum wage. Oh, I want, I, I'm a millionaire. I am abundant. I am wealthy. And I'm doing all these affirmations, believing that I'm going to have it. I'm feeling it. You know, I'm grateful. I'm doing all this. And then some guy comes, he's like, hey, man, you want to invest in this business and so we can make like 10,000 in our first month? Yeah, nope. I know that something's going to come for me where I'm going to make you know, a lot of money and then you still stay at your job, office job making minimum wage. And I think that this is just more um, in the topic of an example, but it's the exact same thing. Um, and I think that's the line between the energy work and the action work. Because yeah, it's so much easier when you do the energy work first because you don't have to go chasing everywhere for it. Um, Because when you do the energy work and you feel that you've received it and all that, you open yourself up, you create space in your life and all this, then the opportunity will come to you, whatever the opportunity is. If it's for love, like you're asking for, you know, finding your soulmate or whatever it is, it's a business opportunity, whatever it is, if you already feel you have it, you do all the energy work and then you have to be open to receive it actually when it comes yeah. you need to not shut it out and actually take it and take action yeah it might not be ready you know it might not be like Ta-da, in a box here's your soulmate have, have a life
0: yeah <laughs> and, and that that's where i think the the misconception sometimes appears when we are talking about um yeah affirmations and um, because i think people do believe a lot of times that it's going to be presented as a box, but it's like still, there's still a little obviously work to overcome to then. I don't know. Maybe first you're just going to see the Christmas tree. And then at some point when you already walked a little bit in the direction, you're going to see the presents and you're going to open step by step those boxes, but obviously not like, it's not going to come like, Already a present which says you're gonna earn ten thousand euro a year uh, or not a year, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, a month, and um, that's not going to happen. You still have to take the, a little bit of action then and actually grabbing those opportunities and to like not being scared of just taking them and 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 sometimes trying trying them out, especially when you like what you just said. The, the it's pretty smart then, the, the information part because if you get those and if you are a lot like quite open to all those things um, I think you have also like a clearer vision on what you are going to pick instead of what you just said if you're not doing this and you want to go somewhere you kind of have to look everywhere and you have to talk to everyone and you, it's not going to be that easy than just like um, doing those um, yeah those affirmations or the, the working with, with energy a little more or like working um mentally a little more um instead of um physically sometimes and I think it's giving you a great advantage. And I also think that um a lot of very powerful like not powerful people but a lot of successful people are actually um going this journey to success. Or so like quite a few people I know um and also like a lot of books are written about it are actually um yeah using this yeah, kind of I, way
1: Can I recommend a, a book that maybe really please. changed my life? Um Happy Pocket Full of Money. Have you read it?
0: Nope. I'm going to write it's it down.
1: an incredible book. It um, It's very quantum physics as well oriented. So it's more like evidence based. So I, I like that side of it because it uh, doesn't talk more abstractly about, you know, the um, energy work, but it really explains vibrations and it talks about money as well, specifically, but also more, Uh, Generally about attracting what you desire in your life, and it's honestly I would read that book like over and over again. Um, And also, it's more like easy read book. um, You're a badass at making money by. I forgot her first name, but it's Sincero is her second name. She has a first book called You're a Badass Simply. Um, and then there's also the you're a Badass at making money, and they're both incredible. the one I listened to as an audiobook and the other one I read and I would definitely label it as one of my favorite books. so thank you and these are basically more more about money mindset and more you know business oriented but with uh with a touch of the energy work and the uh, gratitude and all that it covers everything that, that's
0: amazing that's amazing. I think that's like a very powerful combination when you um yeah like try to balance out those skill sets over time and and figure out um how you can yeah manage that in, into your life and integrate that the whole thing more in to your life. I actually wanted to say something but um I forgot it's going to come back. Um something which I wanted to refer to but um we already said that we want to uh wrap it up at some point. Um I think for now you gave a really great overview into like so many things we talked quite uh, like not heavily, but like quite deeply about so many beautiful things. And the last things I like to um, ask or uh, would love uh, for you to, to say basically is like the, what you would love to give towards the audience. We're talking about people between 18 and 35. That's kind of like my group of people I want to reach the most because I think I can, I have the chance to affect them the most with the content I bring out and what would you love to say? What kind of message would you like to spread in terms of mindset, in terms of business, whatever you would love to share, you can you can share it and however long it's going to take, you can take your time, please, and um, do so if you want.
1: It's, um, oh, you just gave me a blank canvas and said, give to the world. So it's, please. there's a lot I would say, um, but I think how I would like, Focus it to where I would focus it to is that it might sound cliche, but honestly um you came into this physical incarnation, whatever in you as you are in this life, just once, and you were only here once as you like do not waste it like and I'm not the one who will judge what is waste, like of course you're the one who will judge what is wasting like. For me, I don't know, maybe doing something that you would want to do is, I would consider it a waste. So that's irrelevant. It's only your opinion. Like, but the point is do what you truly want. Don't limit yourself because there's no such thing as limits. Like we are literally here to create. We are creators. All the limits that exist, the limits that exist are created they're man-made by others by our society by the people before us by whatever doesn't even matter by who um it's just really important to recognize that there's no such thing as limits they're all in our head you can literally create everything everything started with thought i mean anyone like if someone just had a thought oh why don't i make a thing that produces light so that at night we can have a light and that will make, you know, the whole world so much more productive and whatever. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay. Good luck with that. Are you joking? Like that's not possible. And that is like a current reality right now. So everything just happens with just a thought and belief. So if you combine the thought, the desire, and the belief that it's possible and that I'll just do it, like, why not just do it, you know, Nike style, Um, you just do, go for it, and I've, there's so many fears, like, I know, like, I've been there, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who would just go for spontaneous things, I was so, like, careful with everything, I was such a, like, overthinker. I would think things a thousand times before I would do something. I would be the last person to raise my hand in class. Yeah, like I know it's been like two hours now that we're talking on here. You'd never imagine that. But um, all these things that you believe about yourself or still believe, they're not solid truths. There's no such thing. Like everything is energy that flows and you can transform into anything. I recently... uh, through my limiting belief of I'm musically untalented. This is what I've been telling myself my whole life because I can't sing. I can't play any instrument. I tried playing the guitar and it was just noise. Um, and I just solidified that. I was like, nope, that's not something I'll do. I am not musically talented. Um, anytime anyone told me anything related to music, I'd be like, nope, not for me. I'm not into that's that. Me. I can't do that and now
0: that that is me um, hundred percent
1: you see like that is your limiting belief a (laughs) hundred percent i decided that you know what maybe that's not my belief Uh, i'm sorry not maybe that's not my reality that's just what i believe about myself and many others which helps um in a bad way (laughs) helps confirm that belief solidify like carve it on you but um i decided that maybe I'm going to play around with that a little bit. And I started by doing something silly, like playing an egg shaker, you know, like it's like a maraca, but in an egg shape. And I was just playing it and it's I sucked. Like the noise was really annoying. I wasn't on beat. I wasn't whatever, but I didn't care. Like I could have stuck, get stuck there in the like, oh, look at this. I can't even play an egg shaker and reaffirm and reconfirm my belief solidifying it even more. But instead, I persisted and I was like, no, you know what, I'm going to change it. Honestly, three hours later, yeah, it was a long jamming session. Three hours later, I was I was like a professional egg shaker person. Like, honestly. And the funniest thing, as soon as I realized, I was like, whoa, I'm not bad at this. Honestly, I swear this happened. This random guy I haven't met came up to me and said have you always been playing this instrument? <laughs> and I was like, what? What are you saying? I was like, no, this is my first. time." he said, wow, you're really good at it. I was like, what are you saying? This is insane. This is just like an egg shaker that I just picked up right now. So anyway, after that, I just changed my whole belief about myself. And this was a very recent one as well. So there's no limit. There's no end. Like, even if you think, oh, I eliminated all my limiting beliefs. I'm done now. You're never done. <laughs> like, honestly, there's always programming to change and new programming. Because now I might have developed a new identity of oh, I'm someone who breaks through limiting beliefs. And then I might get stuck there. So then I have to break through that belief of that. That's what I am. You know what I mean? So you're constantly, constantly breaking through and breaking free uh, because we're constantly defining ourselves just because we are in physical realm. Like we exist because of definition, you know, because of labeling and solidifying things because we're in physical realm 3d um but that's you know we have to play with it that's going back to my main thing that you asked me that the world is our playground like honestly if you no matter your beliefs like whatever you believe in and in god and in more new age spirituality whatever it is the basis is that everything is energy molecules this is quantum physics like even if you're science-based everything is energy vibration everything is in constant motion like energy is never destroyed or created it's just transformed so you can just move it around in whatever way you want and sure you might because of physical barriers we might not be able to move things fast enough so that we see it. But you know, like one thing you may do right now might change the whole world in the next 30 years and, uh, or a hundred years, 200 years, you might not live to see it, but others will. And you have the power to do anything. Like whatever you decide, just do it. Like just go for it. And you might not know how, just don't freak out on that because obviously you won't know how, like if you knew how you would have already done it. But you just have to start. That's it. So I think that's a, a lot of everything. But my main point is what, whatever you desire, whatever you can imagine, is real. It can be real. Do it. Don't hold yourself back. What's the point? You're going to go back to heaven and be like, well, back to wherever, back to, into energy form. And be like, well, I just spent, you know, my whole life on earth doing this one thing. That I hated, oh, and I didn't go for that or that or that or that or that or that. <laughs> so yeah, it's indeed.
0: just it's yeah, just it's just, that 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 would be super upsetting, and I think regret is something which is yeah, it's uh, especially also like when you are old and maybe the the situation I sometimes um, confront myself with is with um, with that sometimes because. Um, I, I like to see a lot of people at when i when i um when i gonna go from from the earth I like to see then like a lot of happy people around me, a lot of very beautiful people and I affirm also um yeah that I' gonna be older than a hundred years um but what I want for myself is that I leave something behind which is gonna go on and live on for other people and it's gonna inspire people it's gonna it's going to bring positivity to the world. It's going to help other people um, to find their passion more, to do more things. And, and I think if you, what you just said so beautifully, um, if you try out different things, if you go for those things, you have just this one life right now um, in, in the physical state, how, how we are right now. And, and, and just, as you said, I can't add anything. You just do those things, try out things and, Don't set yourself limits. I can't say anything. Yeah, that's very true.
1: I mean, the vision might change. Like that's also another thing. We might also get fixed on a vision, like because you you decide you want something uh, to to create something, or you want to get something, and you're like, okay, this is my vision now. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I've done this myself. Like, and then I got so attached to that vision that when I was actually flowing towards something similar to the same the same kind of thing but in a different visual way like it looked different but the point of it the essence was the same I was like no no like that's not what my vision is like I don't want to go that way so I kept on like holding myself back because I was just blocking my way my path towards my vision just because I was like no that's not my vision even though I later realized that it's still the same vision because yeah, maybe you envision your dream house as something specific, let's say, um, which is good to have specific, you know, visualizations, but then, um, you know, your actual dream house doesn't turn out to be exactly like that. And sometimes we get too attached to that because it was our wish. Like we get too attached to dreaming and wishing because We feel like, I don't really know how to say this in words, but we get this pleasure from dreaming and wishing because of evolution. We want to grow as that's our species. That's our natural state. You know, we want to grow and move. And if we like get our goals, our dreams, if we create them, then we feel like a bit stuck. We're like, so I got everything I wanted. Like now I'm stuck again. But the vision always grows. It always moves. So it's like... That's why it's the process that matters because you never That's, get there because you, you get there and then there's more and then there's indeed. more. Yeah, then there's I mean,
0: if you get there, the satisfying drops. I mean, if, if I get a beautiful car at some point or something, which I might like or something, maybe a Porsche, or I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a Porsche, but whatever. It's, for example, I mean, it's just one stupid thing, which is material, which it's not important. I just like to drive a nice car, for example. And then if you have it, the funny part is then if you drive in it for like a week or something, it's normal. And then you're going to go for the next thing. And that's what a lot of people, I think the mainstream is doing exactly that. If I go from an Audi to a Mercedes, to a Porsche, to mm. a Maserati, to a Bugatti, whatever else there is. But always the dissatisfaction the is so little. And that's why what you just said is the process is what you need to learn to love because mm. It's it just, yeah, it makes you basically upset and it's just the, 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 the human being is just craving for the next bigger thing. Um, and I think the, the appreciation in the process is something which is highly relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, because, I mean, it is an endless spiral anyway. Like, if you want to take it to a more spiritual level for a second, for uh, the ones who want to hear that, um, I mean, if you do get there where you want to get to it's you're getting back to the start or you're getting to allness to oneness to where there is no polarities where there's only just one like you want to call it light heaven god whatever um there's just that and then it happens again like the oneness wants to experience itself so it creates polarities so then it's like polarity so then it creates the like physical world so that you can go and experience yourself and see all your potential because that's what consciousness is it wants to experience itself so that it understands itself and experience all it could be and then all those expressions of itself want to return back home which is who you truly are and it's like an endless spiral because then you go back let's say if you speed it up you know you go back and then you're like oh but i want to experience myself so then again you you shift into two polarities so you can come into a 3d world so you can create and experience yourself as a consciousness and then again there's a thing where everyone wants to return back and it's just an endless spiral so then you realize that there is no end goal because there is no end like geometry tells us this everything you know sacred geometry says this like there's no end everything's spiral fibonacci sequence whatever like flower of life whatever you want to look at um there is no end so don't focus on the end result think about the process like get there get to end goals for the process The yeah. so like oh yeah i want to live in a beautiful house on the beach because of the process of getting there and the experience of having that. And then, okay, nice. What's next? You know, the world is your playground. Literally, you came here to experience this. Don't forget that because it's so easy to become a victim of life and just be like, yeah, basically a victim. But remember that we are the creators and we're all equal like creators. You can do whatever anyone else has done or more. Like you don't have to um you know we live in a world where someone needs to define for us what's possible but like there's who was it Ford. i think yeah ford left like it's um you know henry ford yeah. the guy who started ford <laughs> yes. um the, his engineers he said do this guys and the engineers were like "No, nope, it's not possible we tried it doesn't work he's like so try harder and they were like oh so they go and try hard and like sorry it's not possible he's like so try otherwise and they tried otherwise until they did it and it was something well i don't know engineering speaking but it was something that seemed impossible in the accepted i mean, I mean reality. He,
0: I, he basically as far as i know he basically um, like the manufacturing process he he speeded up insanely and so it was possible for him to make Ford cars achievable um, for like, and uh, normal Americans basically. So to drop the price mm. of the car with the whole production process as much mm. as like almost it was not imaginable, which is super impressive. And um, at the time, and um, be I don't know, mm. yeah, the I don't know how it's called, but he was basically uh improving mm. insanely well the whole production process and the speed of producing one car and also the invest you basically have um and to not Mm. build car by car but like um yeah the manufacturing was kind Mm. of already like much improved
1: exactly like i don't know those details but i think the the essence of that was that there's, don't let anyone, like, tell you what your the limits or possibilities are because there aren't, like, everything is possible. If you see, if you tell, like, your grandma that, you know, soon we can... Uh, no, if you told, like, your great-grandma that, you know, you'll be able to talk um, on screen to someone that's in Germany, yeah. she would, like, get out of here, don't... What are you talking about? Like, this is not... Tr- true um and now here we are and this is the least that you know technology yeah. can do today so yeah there's no limitations don't forget and i think i'm gonna stop talking because i can say things forever
0: <laughs> perfect then uh, let's wrap up um the whole thing thank you so so much um for the the yeah the whole last um pop block of information it was i think we could provide so many insights you gave so much um beautiful knowledge to the community i really liked um what you said about so many great great um topics and just want to really say thank you to you to uh, make the time to have the interview and yeah actually yeah just
1: stay so long with me i want to thank you so much for the opportunity because um I really love to give, and like I get so passionate and excited, and I'm like, I want to share everything that I discovered and everything um, that's working for me, everything that I know, even just my thoughts, because obviously I'm learning still, I will forever be learning um and it's really helpful as well for me to uh, to grow my confidence, grow my ability to express myself, flow state, and um yeah, I hope I gave some. Value. I hope uh, the listeners are enjoying themselves, even though it's been like two hours. Maybe it's gonna be two parts. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to have met you as well, and hope to meet you soon um, in real, in real, yeah, <laughs> in person, <laughs> in physical reality. Yes. Um, and yeah, if anyone has any questions, they can, you know, you can hit me up on my Instagram. There's gonna be a link in the description. I'm just yes. making all these assumptions, but no, uh, yeah, you can pick up with any questions. Just uh, feel free and follow me. And yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much. And I hope ev- you all go for your dreams, go for everything. Everything you can imagine is real. Everything you want is out there. Go get it, go do it, create it, bring it. <laughs> and yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your patience. And sending everyone love and light and meditate
0: (laughs) thank you so so much so um yeah as you basically already said um you can always contact both of us uh, more than welcome if you have any questions just reach out to us please 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 it doesn't matter what kind of question what kind of struggle you have you are always welcome on both of our um yeah channels obviously Mm -hmm. thank you so much have a beautiful beautiful day